0: Please tell her it's time for these pillow talk. Please tell her it's time for spill pillow talk. Hey, babies, this is D, and you're listening to these pillow talk. This podcast is a platform to uplift encourage and enlighten women and men to show them that no matter how many stones people may throw at you with god all things are possible i'm using this platform to tell my story people always tell me never judge a book by its cover well you see my cover now it's time for you to read my book thank you for listening god bless
1: She said I ruined her life. I can't tell you. I'm so scared. He hurts me every day. Help me. Katie had to sleep in her closet. I don't want to go home. He
2: told me not to tell. If you think reporting it is uncomfortable, think about how they
0: feel. Hey babies, welcome back. This is Dee and you've been listening to Dee's Pillow Talk. That song was If You Hold On by Kevin Anderson featuring Matt Sierra. You can find their songs on Epic Sound or on YouTube. I will also have a link on my Facebook page, Dee's Pillow Talk. Listen, you guys, this is where my life starts. At the age of six, my twin sister and I fell victim to physical and sexual abuse by the hands of our biological father. You're about to take a deep look at things through a victim's point of view on how one tragedy has the ripple effects in someone's life. But before we get started, please allow all children to leave the room. Thank you
2: Should have known better than my trust in love huh?
1: It's like this whole world keeps listening yeah. I thought that
0: I could do better. Mummy, can you hear me? Mummy, can you hear me? I'm sorry I was bad tonight. I'm sorry I'm bad every night. I don't mean to be, but I don't understand how to speak at the monster that frightens me. Footsteps, there are always footsteps. I wait for that sound and they always come, casting shadows within the light beneath my door. Can you hear the hinges creak as the door slowly swings open and the delicate treads on the floorboards until they meet my bed? I lay there still bereft. My covers are pressed firmly against my face, just shy of smothering myself. My legs crawl around them like a board I constrict. If I stay stiff enough and my movements are minimal, maybe this time I'll become invisible. But the monster always finds me, stronger than I, the cover's a little more than a sheet of paper being ripped from me and thrown to the side to reveal the rubbish beneath. I am a worthless piece of meat. back babies that was johnny Grimms with suffering and a spoken word piece titled the shadow beneath the door by Evelyn rose i will have both of their links on my facebook page at d's pillow talk now let's lay down some facts and this is ridiculous but let's get to it 40 million children have fallen victim to child abuse each year approximately 20 percent of women and five to ten percent of men reported being sexually abused as children while 25 to 50 percent of all children report being physically abused suicide is the third leading cause of death among children worldwide child rape happens every two minutes one in three girls will be sexually molested before the age of 17 and one in six boys will be sexually molested before the age of 17 90% 90% of all molesters abuse children that they know. The National Abuse Hotline is 1-800-FOR-A-CHILD or 1-800-422-4453. Kentucky Child Abuse Hotline is 1-877-KY-SAFE or 1-877-597-2331. Both hotlines will provide professional crisis counselors, intervention social service and support resources. Remember, all calls are free and always kept confidential. Now, this is time for my story.
1: I spent my whole life going to counselors and therapists and you know they always say write your feelings down so you know uh, I spent a lot of years writing down how I felt. So it's hard for me to, you know, speak how I feel. All I see is my sister's face. You know, it takes a person to deal with molestation. But to have it done to you by your father, it, it takes a lot to deal with. Everything I've been through in my life is from this point. So the story that I was told practically my whole life was: at the age of six, my biological father had came to visit us, and they agreed upon for him to take us for the rest of the summer. Apparently, around that time, we got abused. I do remember some things. I have flashbacks of some things, but it's broken into pieces, so I'm not really for sure. I do know that I was abused, not disciplined, abused. It took me a long time to tell the difference between the two. I can't talk for my sister. I can tell you what I know, she don't talk about it. This is not for her healing, this is for my healing. I hope within my healing that she can heal as well. People I don't understand how this affects so many different areas in one life, trust issues, abandonment issues, love issues, parenting issues, faith issues. And sometimes it's hard to keep faith when everything is around you is falling apart. I built up so much of a hard exterior. It's so hard for someone to penetrate it. And for the people that really gets in, it hurts even worse. To betray my love, my trust. It all stems from that little girl. I just feel like she's feeling trapped, (laughs) screaming to get out. (laughs) See you guys, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this for you guys. You know, since I was six, maybe not even six, probably about 10, 11, I've been begging for people to listen to me. Getting in trouble, going to counselors. Everybody thought, I'm just acting up because I was defiant. I didn't want to listen to authority. Yeah, you're right. But why? Why should I listen to authority? It was up to them to make sure you protected me. (laughs) So why would I listen to authority now? Uh, Authority was supposed to keep me... have my sisters. say
0: knock on the door suddenly a large man is standing in front of the doorway as I'm looking at my sister we're both wondering who this man was he turns to us and smiles and says hi we both responded with a simple hi as well as we sung happy birthday and opened a few gifts my eyes seemed to lock on my mother and this large man standing in the corner talking what seemed like hours passed my mother yells from the window telling us to come in she stops us and says come on girls this is your father and you two are We're going to be spending the rest of the summer break with him. So get your things together so you can go as my sister and I are standing in the middle of the living room floor with a very confused look. All we wanted to do was go back outside and play with our friends. So we did like any other six year old would do. We cried and threw a fit. It was like we was being forced to be this man's daughters. He didn't know us. He didn't know what we liked. He didn't know what we didn't like. He didn't know our favorite foods our cartoons, our toys, where are we going to sleep, what about our friends? I don't understand why we're going to leave with this man as i turned to try to find my sister she was trying to find something in the closet sissy where are we going to go i don't know as i turned to her and seeing her tears rolled down her light brown face we were led to the door with a couple of small bags and our barbie dots that we just got for our birthday present we didn't agree to go on with this unfamiliar man that this woman called her father as we got into the car i stood as i turned to look at my mother she was walking back into the apartments with the head held down leaving my sister and I to this man that she called my father. In the back seat, my sister and I held hands and cried. My father circled around up the apartment complex and came to a dumpster, opened the car door, and took our new Barbies and threw them away. Now this is where my memory get fuzzy. I don't remember much. It's like visions that come and go, bits and pieces. I do remember that my father treated me like his own personal punching bag and treating my sister like his wife and me sometimes his girlfriend. My sister got the worst of the deal. I used to pray that I could help my sister. She was put in a room by herself and left to cry. In the room next to her I slept to the wall next to her so I could hear my beloved sister. I do remember waking up sometimes to a sharp pain as the hand of my father hit my face punching me because my sister peed the bed. I hate the smell and taste of tomatoes because it, my father used to smash tomatoes in our face and make us eat them off the floor like dogs. I do remember the song that we used to sing outside while jumping being wrote. It used to go like this. Pizza, pizza, daddy. What's his name? Pizza, pizza, daddy. What's his name? I do remember the blocks of ice placed between our legs, panties over our heads because we had peed in them. I do remember my father making us take a bath. He could take the electrical cord to every part of our body while they were still wet. What's going on? Where's my mother? Where's my sister? My brother, but none of our cries for help got answered. No one seemed to come to our rescue. Where were everybody they turned our back on us. I got one more treat for you guys, but before I get to that, let me say this. Some of these topics is not going to be easy to talk about nor to listen to. I told you guys from the beginning, you about to take a deep look into my life. It's not hard for me to talk about my past. What's hard for me to do is show emotion later on in my story you will see that by showing emotion got me nowhere so i stopped you know i'm creating this podcast because i know there's a lot of stories out there like mine and even now while recording this, it brings back so much memories and they all, you know, hit you in your face at one time. So, and it's a whole lot of reality checks, just, you know, hitting you in your face. And it takes a lot to accept and deal with how your past can go into your future if you allow it to. Maybe my story is a woman that is driving, that is about to commit suicide, about to hurt one of their kids. Is that that last point where you feel like no one in this world understands that point right here? right now I'm telling you guys I don't understand a lot and I'm learning about myself as I'm transitioning into a new life and you guys are gonna witness that please just stick with me as I take you on this journey Hey babies, we made it. Welcome to D's Corner. A spot to showcase any God-given talent. Whether it's from dance, poem, drawings, cooking, interpretation, dance, spoken word, please visit my Facebook page D's Billow Talk for more information. Now for tonight, we have a very powerful spoken word piece by I wouldn't Bedford title girl behind the mask. Enjoy.
2: The girl behind the mask doesn't understand that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And it doesn't matter how many times that I've told her, she still relies on the opinions of people who don't realize that what they see as shy is in fact the feeling of lonely, the feeling of whatever she does is not quite good enough, the feeling of constantly disappointing the people closest who only want to see her happy. But instead they have to watch the deterioration and can do nothing, can do nothing but hope and pray that one day the girl behind the mask can finally say, with content and honesty to herself, I'm happy. I can put these feelings of no self-worth on the shelf and live on and build up my life and repair myself from the past, and can finally say to myself that at last I've done it. The the demons inside my soul The demons who did nothing but make my thoughts and my life cold The ones who made me contemplate my life, my confidence, my existence and my future Made me feel hurt that can't be fixed with a surgical suture The ones who made me panic when I even left my room As if the world was out to get me, as if one day soon, my day will come When I can't take it anymore, the burden of depression has left me too sore There's no other option, no other way, it's time time to give my life away. The girl behind the mask doesn't see That her strength shines so much brighter You see, the girl behind the mask doesn't know what she's capable of It's as if she's blind to how happy she makes everyone Puts a smile on the face of a person feeling down She's blind to the fact that she can turn a sad day around And make people smile from ear to ear But when she takes off the mask, she's filled with nothing but fear Fear of what the next day is going to be for her As if she's waiting for her sentence And there's nothing but rumours being spread about her The girl behind the mask is the definition of beauty The meaning of strength She needs to know that it's the duty of everyone who cares To help in the fight To make her realise that her life is her life To understand there's nothing to be afraid of She has family and friends who will show depression what they're made of The girl behind the mask needs to lift her head up and open her eyes and realize that she'll never be alone, as much as she may feel it, the pain she's feeling now. Happiness will heal it. So be strong and proud of the person you are, because with strength and power, the end of these feelings isn't far.
0: Hey babies, this is D, and you've been listening to D's Pillow Talk. I just wanted to take the time to say thank you to God for the opportunity to use this platform to encourage and uplift women and men to help and to teach, to learn from and to heal with the ones who are in need. I wanted to take the time to thank my five beautiful souls that I brought in this world because without them, I am no more, for this is my life, my destiny, my gift, and my talent. I want to thank my family and my boyfriend. They have shown me that there is still light at the end of the tunnel. It is up to me if I choose to stand still or to walk through it. Thank you to all my listeners and the people that continue to pray and believe in me. A special thanks goes out to my twin sister. I love you, sissy, from the room to the grave. All comments, questions, or suggestions should be left at Lynn Guy 856 at gmail.com or D's Pillow Talk on Facebook. Thank you, guys. Tune in to my next episode.